0: Welcome to Special Needs Moms Circle of Strength, the podcast where we shine a spotlight on the incredible journey of moms who are raising children with special needs. I'm your host, Valerie, and I'm honored to bring you to a place where the voices of these amazing moms can be heard through a collection of narratives that embody resilience, hope, and strength. Whether you're a parent, a family member, a caregiver, a friend, or simply someone seeking to learn, join us as we embark on this journey of resilience, love, and connection. Get ready to be uplifted, enlightened, and inspired. This is Special Needs Moms Circle of Strength. I'm Valerie, and I'm so thrilled you've chosen to be part of our circle. Hello, and welcome to Needs moms circle of strength podcast. This is Valerie your host and i'm supposed to talk to you about racing up for the new year. We're supposed to be contemplating our goals for the upcoming year, making plans to succeed, plan a trip, maybe a quick getaway with our spouse or partner, or maybe we'd prefer to have a girly trip away instead. <laughs> I used to ask god to make the upcoming year a better year than the one i was leaving behind. A few years ago, I switched to asking for grace to get through the upcoming year. As I mature, I've come to realize and eventually accept that life is not always going to go the way I planned or even the way I would like. I'm a fighter, a planner, and I have an A-type personality. But I have to say, there are days when my fight just ups and is gone. There are days when I can't seem to muster up the motivation to get through anything more than I absolutely have to. I have a neighbor who once called me and said, If I ever want to take up drinking, I need to give her a call. Love that you don't want me to drink alone, Alana. Thanks. I don't think I'm quite ready yet for that, but I know the invitation is always open. This phrase, which I'm going to share with you in a moment, has been weighing on my mind a lot lately. I listened to a sermon by Michael Todd called Marked. In fact, I listened to it several times. He preached it at the Elevation Church a few years ago, and my mind locked in on this phrase Your experience does not match your expectations. I just want you to ponder that for a minute. As I mulled over that phrase, my mind went back to when my oldest was born prolapse cord, intubated and ventilated in ICU life expectancy of one year. This certainly wasn't the experience that I was expecting after seven years of trying to get pregnant. Fast forward 15 years and this same child has lived beyond her life expectancy to face spinal surgery to correct a scoliosis, which created a leaky G tube. Our child is in recovery. Just picture this. And the surgeon comes to tell us that everything went well, except she was peeing a little bit of blood post-surgery, to later being faced with the possibility that this child is going to need dialysis for kidney injury that occurred because of the surgery. I couldn't help but think, doesn't this child have enough to deal with, being totally dependent for all care, G-tube fed, non-verbal, and needing a wheelchair? Our second child was born three years after our first, and she could have been a stand-in for Shirley Temple had they been born in the same era. All our hopes and dreams for our first now were placed on our second child, only to come crashing down when sixth grade hit, which came with the diagnosis of ADHD, to be followed several years later with a diagnosis of high-functioning autism. Not what I was expecting. My experience certainly did not match my expectations for motherhood, nor for my family life. You may have heard the saying, it is what it is. You may have actually said it yourself. I know I've said it umpteen times, but is it really that? Are we, especially these mums, supposed to suck it up, stay calm, and carry on? Being British, I noticed that I have a tendency to walk with the stiff upper lip and bury my feelings. It took a long time to create time and space to acknowledge my feelings and validate my emotions. I needed to acknowledge the disappointment, the frustration, the anger, and I needed to be okay with the fact that it was okay to feel that way. I can't tell you how many times over the years my emotions would bubble over I'd suppress the emotions and I'd tell myself, I'll deal with them later when I have more time. Warning, please don't let it build up and let year after year roll by before tackling your feelings and your emotions. Guilt has no place here. Our feelings and emotions are our feelings and emotions. No judgment, no need to make excuses. So acknowledge your feelings and validate your emotions. After that comes reflecting on those expectations. What were they? It doesn't matter that they may never be realized. Reflecting on them creates more clarity on the initial expectations and can provide a springboard for adapting those expectations. Growing up in England, I did not learn to ice skate as a kid. The temperatures did not get low enough to freeze outdoor bodies of water to skate on. And we didn't live close to an ice rink. So I had dreams of my oldest figure skating, doing competitions, triple axles, frilly outfits. Yeah, didn't happen. But she was able to get on the ice in a wheelchair, being pushed around by her dad or sibling, and enjoy the feeling of being moved on the ice. Improvisation and adaptation are huge when we need to reframe our expectations. Which brings me to the next point. Reframing the experience to identify positive aspects or lessons learned is vital. Sometimes we might even experience unexpected outcomes that can lead to valuable insights or opportunities. For our family, Melody Ann's need to use a communication device to communicate provided an unexpected outcome that has benefited many children from four different provinces in Canada, as well as some children in the U.S. It started with an idea my husband and I had after visiting an augmentative and alternative communication camp in Idaho. With the Idaho camp director's help, we were able to establish a similar annual camp in 2016, where we live in Alberta, Canada. We partnered with the University of Alberta Speech-Language Pathology Department And we were able to bring in some physiotherapy students as well as some occupational therapy students. This leads to the question, can you look at your experience and see the learning potential? Can the experience contribute to your own personal growth by turning disappointment into a catalyst for progress? I don't know about you, but I certainly learned advocacy skills, both written and verbal, when navigating Eden House, Melody Ann's forever home. I would be remiss if I did not mention the need for self-compassion. It's tough, and at times it sucks being a special needs mom. Notice that setbacks or unmet expectations are a natural part of the journey towards personal growth and success. Yes, you did grow when you stood up to that principal at the school. When you advocated for funding, when you asked the doctor to talk to you in words that you could easily understand. Practice self care and say with me, I honor my needs without guilt, understanding that self care is a priority. Because when I prioritize my well being, I acknowledge that a healthy mom is crucial for a healthy family. Lastly, I would encourage you to celebrate progress. Any and every inch of progress, your child's progress, and more importantly, your own. Above all, stay persistent. The waves of, I didn't get what I expected, will subside. I do encourage you to seek professional help from a therapist, a counselor, or a coach if you feel like you are drowning in the emotion of it all. Yours is a unique journey, but you don't have to do it alone. I want you to go into this new year giving yourself grace. Consider committing to doing one thing each day just for you, even if it's just five minutes. For drinking your favorite tea, extra time in the shower, reading a couple of pages of a book, catching up with a friend, whatever it is that you choose, but choose something to do every day. It may be that it is what it is. Maybe you didn't get what you expected. But by changing your perspective, maybe you can create something incredible. With help, I did. And this podcast is just one of the incredible things created because of Melody and and Ebony's life. Join our Facebook community. See the show notes for the link. Check out my website if you want to know a little bit more about me and how to reach out to me. Live with intention. Embrace the journey. Happy New Year. And all the best for 2024. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Special Needs Moms Circle of Strength. We hope today's story has touched your heart, opened your mind, and reminded you that even in the face of challenges, there is always light to be found. By opting to follow this podcast, you remain connected to the power of strength and unity, the potential of love to overcome challenges and the beauty of a community that understands. If you as a special needs mom are looking for connection with other moms and an opportunity to gain some insight and to share your insight, then check the show notes for the link to join the special needs moms circle of strength, Facebook community. Love to see you there until we meet again. Continue to draw from the circle of strength that surrounds you, find courage in the stories we share, and know that you are never alone on this journey.